Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Visit the Vendor Process Training Center to enroll in your choice of 55 plus training sessions that will help you and your team avoid fraud, compliance fines, and bad vendor data. Or just sign up to get access to Vendor Process FAQs and to attend weekly drop-in live Q&A sessions. Visit training.deborahrrichardson.com today. The link will be in the show notes. What is causing a renewed interest in check fraud all of a sudden? And what can you do to protect your company checks? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 226. Why is check fraud exploding right now? So I recently had, actually it was February 15th, I recently had a monthly webinar series and it's 20 tips in 20 minutes and I do it every month. And the one for February, when this podcast is published, was a week or two back and it was on how vendor teams can avoid check payment fraud in 2023. Now, I did not see this article, even though I think it was written like February. Well, the one that I saw was written February 21st, 2023, but it was based on an article from uh, CNBC and that was written on February 6th. Now, I did not see that one and I wish I had because I would have included it in the webinar. But uh, in the webinar, I talked about um, check fraud and I gave some stats from the report of the or from the Association of Finance Professionals. And they talked about how in 2020, um, 66% of organizations reported check fraud, uh, and that remained the same in 2021. Well, these two articles uh, talked about check fraud rising um, over, I think it's over 100% between 2021 and 2022. So it'll be interesting uh, with the uh, updated report for 2022 activity from the Association of Finance Professionals, uh, what they see if that 66% will rise. Uh, because prior to it being 66% in 2020, it was 74% in 2019. So maybe it's going to check fraud is uh, going to increase again, um, based on what we're seeing in these two articles. So I will put links to the articles in the show notes. 
but um, the original one is from CNBC and the title is Criminals Use Telegram to Recruit Walkers, whatever that is, uh, as America's big banks see an 84% increase in check fraud. So there's the percentage I was looking for. It was 84%. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard of Telegram. I have no idea what Telegram is, but apparently the fraudsters love it. And that's because uh, they uh, Telegram is not as monitored as like WhatsApp is or Facebook is. And so they can be more anonymous. I guess that's what uh, the article is saying. But what they're posting here is how to perpetrate um, check fraud. And I might be getting ahead of myself here. So let me just start back at where they started seeing the increase and really what really caused this renewed uh, interest for fraudsters in uh, check fraud. Now, what CNBC says is that this renewed interest came about because of COVID-19 and the pandemic and the resulting rescue funds that were sent out. Uh, the IRS, as you probably remember and may have gotten a part of that, had multiple stimulus payments. Uh, there were the uh, PPP loans. I forgot what that stands for, right? But those payments were sent out. And a lot of those payments were sent in the U.S. in the form of paper checks. And so CNBC is saying that that's really given new life to an old scheme, which is check washing. And so check washing is where you uh, pick up the check and I say pick up, but okay, steal the check. Um, You wash out the names, you write in new ones and then cash them under false identities. And I guess that's what the walkers are. They're the ones that um, walk the checks into uh, the banks. And because of all of the checks that were issued and the checks that uh, uh, have been taken, both from uh, your or consumers' homes, the, the mailboxes, but also from the blue mailboxes as well. I had a new scam alert, and I also included that in the webinar that I talked about earlier on how to avoid check fraud in 2023, that Uh, fraudsters are stealing the mailbox keys. And so they're getting the checks out of those blue mailboxes. So if you don't want your checks stolen, you want to make sure that uh, you do not put them in the blue box. Just take them all the way to the mailbox or to the post office if you need to mail them outside of like a protected work area or locked work area. But in any event, um, that has increased, right? The uh, check washing because lots of checks are available now, right? And um, they're also saying that it's going to most likely get worse. And CNBC goes on to describe uh, this Telegram app and says that it's, uh, it's made it easier for organized crime groups to recruit, train, organize, and execute the schemes. Again, um, because not there is not being monitored like Facebook or WhatsApp is. The article from CNBC also indicated that there are at least 30 channels. Apparently they have channels on Telegram uh, Telegram that 
uh, has as many as uh, some of those uh, groups or channels have as as many as 20,000 members. But those channels are dedicated to providing the latest tips and techniques to commit bank fraud. So the same way that I am on this podcast trying to Uh, tell you uh, tips, uh, authentication techniques, internal controls, and best practices to avoid fraud. They're on Telegram telling uh, fraudsters how to commit fraud. And let me tell you, they have way more listeners than I do because I do not have 20,000 listeners out there, right? Not even close. And they have uh, channels that have, or groups that have as many uh, as that, and probably more now. But in any event, um, they send encrypted messages. So apparently it lets you do that. Um, So this is just kind of bad news, right? And it's probably going to result in more or higher uh, check fraud being reported. So I will be anxious to see the 2022 report of the Association for Financial Professionals and see if that 66% of organizations reporting check fraud for 2020 and 2021 will increase in 2022. So let's talk about some ways that you can prevent or protect your company from check fraud. Now, like I talked about earlier, I will put a link to the webinar where I had 20 tips in 20 minutes uh, for February, right? And so it's technically 30 minutes long because I have other stuff that I'm doing. So I will put a link in the show notes so that you can watch the recording and you also get the handout uh, as well. Uh, But I will give you a couple of tips here. And the article even had one from Frank Abagnale, uh, if you guys remember him from the movie Catch Me If You Can. So we'll talk about uh, the tips that he talked about as well. So the first tip, I kind of already talked about it, and that is do not put your company's mail your company's checks and really not even your checks uh, in the blue USPS mailboxes because the frosters have the keys, have no idea how they're stealing keys off of mail people, but they're getting the keys and they're going into those boxes, getting the checks out, and then they are uh, washing them or whitewashing them. Now that's one. Uh, so if you do not have a place to lock up your checks until a mail person uh, comes to collect them from your uh, place of business, then take them directly to the post office and deposit them into the receptacle inside the post office. So that's one. The second one is is to have a plain um, blank check paper, security paper. And Frank Abagnale talked about this as well. Now, before I did that webinar, I attended a different webinar that had Frank Abagnale as the keynote speaker. And he was actually kind of funny, but it was really good. Uh, And he said that uh, he also talked about, uh, right, uh, using security uh, features within your Uh, blank check stock. And why would you not want to have, and I actually had this question at, uh, during the webinar that I did about why you don't want pre-printed 
check stock. And I remember back in the day, we did have pre-printed check stock. And the point of that is so that if a check was missing, uh, you would know you would know it because that uh, pre-printed number would be missing. Well, the issue is, and Frank Abagnale talks about this too, is that when you use a check, now you have uh, your companies or maybe even your own, right? For personal checks, uh, you have your name, your address. Uh, you also have the bank routing number, which tells, um, right. Uh, and it says it on the check anyway, what bank you're banking at. Uh, it also has your bank account number on it as well. Now, many companies, yours might be included, have positive pay or positive or payee positive pay with your bank where you will send a file to the bank that will indicate the check number, the payee name and the payee amount and maybe some other information as well so that when a check is presented, your bank will know if it's valid or not. Now, I still run into companies where they do not have positive pay turned on or they are not utilizing that. I am not sure why. Maybe they can't generate the pay file. But even if you can't generate the pay file, you can also or instead put in place reverse positive pay which means that the bank will not pay checks until you identify whether or not it's valid. And you do have a certain window, right? You can't just wait forever, but you have that window where you can go in there and reject a check uh, that is, uh, that's presented. So I do recommend that you have um, either positive pay or positive payee pay uh, or uh reverse positive pay in place with your bank. Now, that's just two things. I have 18 more in that webinar and you can watch it on demand at your convenience. And again, I will leave a link in the show notes. Now, before I sign off, I do want to say there are two things in this CNBC article that are very interesting. First of all, I think I've said it somewhere else before, but paper checks, um, they've actually been around in the West since 1400s. And from the very beginning, bankers have been concerned about check fraud. That's what the article says. But even more interesting is that in 1526, the city of Venice, Italy, banned checks outright because fraud was so rampant. So we are 500 years into the future and we still have the same problem. I don't know if we should feel good about that because we're not by ourselves. It's been happening forever, even before us, or if we should feel bad about that because with all of the increased technology, it still has not or that still has not solved this problem. And I think the biggest issue is, is that the more technology that we get to use to prevent fraud, the fraudsters also have to use to commit fraud. And they may have more time on their hands, by the way. So maybe the only way to get rid of check fraud and also write business email compromise with 
uh, fraud and changing banking details is to switch your vendors to the virtual card or corporate card payment method. At least you will get some fraud protection that is inherent in the card. And by the way, that is one another one of the 20 tips that's included in the webinar. So make sure you check that out. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 226th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.